Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Hey, wrestling fans. This is the Dragon talking at you. Ricky Steamboat, Hall of Famer. And you're listening to The Room. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's In the Room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. VOCNation.com and your favorite podcast providers as well. Brady Hicks here. And uh, my God, I feel like it's been about three years since we've been on the air with everything going on. Uh, Can't wait to kind of dig into it with all of you. Uh, But let's start out with this great cast and crew that always surrounds me. Uh, You can hear her clearing her throat, getting ready to talk to us. The love of Kathy. What's going on, Kathy? That's called, called a cold, Brady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm quite familiar with those. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also have Matt Grimm on the line. How you doing, Matt? Uh, I'm having a better week than Vince McMahon has. Yeah, I'm glad to hear you're still here. I, I thought that might have been the final death knell for your interest in any of this. Uh... It, well, it didn't help, I'll say that. Yeah. I can understand that. We're going to get into it tonight. We're going to oh, get I'm into sure it. sure we will. Uh, maybe not as much as Vince did, but we're going to get into oh, it. Oh, uh, allegedly. No. allegedly. Oh, that was no. big. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, we also have uh, Howard Morgan joining us. 
You know, as bad as it may sound, as bad as it may sound, you know, he is still innocent until proven guilty, but damned if he don't look guilty already. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's on the Mount Rushmore of innocent until proven guilty right up there with like O.J. Simpson and Vincent Mann from... 1994. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's up there twice. Yeah. yeah. At least. <laughs> at least twice. Mention. Honorable mention. Uh, Callvoc.com is how you get in touch with us tonight. And I'm really hoping we're going to get some callers. Um, it was kind of like a best of times, worst of times. Last week, we were doing, you know, we were, we were doing this great show talking about how upbeat the forecast is for WWE. Uh, with the Netflix deal, with The Rock being added to the board, and it just seemed like, you know, things are really great. And then, like, early the next morning, Matt, it started to change, you know. It started actually with, well, WWE might not have a home between October and January, as if that's not bad enough, you know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because Netflix starts in January. <laughs> I'm sure they'll figure something out. Uh, so that, but, And then it became, like, abundantly clear as the day went on, the WWE probably, and I say probably because I have to give, I have to give them the benefit of the doubt, like legally, not like because I don't want to get accused of you know slander or anything, uh, but like it became pretty clear to me, it seemed, that WWE released good news, knowing that there was some bad news, right on the crest of the next wave coming, and for those who. Didn't hear what happened. I I suggest we've never been much for information, so I suggest that you uh, Google Vince McMahon trial or Vince McMahon lawsuit, and um, you know you can read all about that stuff. Um, he's gone, and he ain't coming back. This is I, there. Are, there are like journalists out there that are predicting that Vince McMahon is going to beat this trial. Um, he might. But I think the court of public opinion, I think he's done. I would be very surprised if he beats this trial. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean... Some people are saying that they'll try to settle, but I mean, I don't know. I, I've, I've personally, I've kind of reached a point where... I just think that as a society, we need to stop putting up with this stuff and not letting yeah. people weasel their way out of things and settle out of court it's like no if she wants a jury trial then put it in front of a jury and let them determine how much money that he and laurenitis and the wwe need to give yeah and and we're talking i mean so this is a civil suit right at this point i don't even know i think it could result in criminal charges i'm thinking i'm thinking he might end up in jail for this if if things are going the way they might look um it makes me wonder if Brock Lesnar could end up in jail for this. Maybe. Either way, I think we've seen the end of him in WWE too. I'll, I'll be unless they somehow are able to exonerate him. I, I don't see Brock coming back unless he gets exonerated. I think even if Vince is somehow exonerated, I don't think he's coming back. No, so. they they would have no reason to ever bring him back again. Yeah, not unless they need someone to like. You know, crap on their head or something. You know, oh god, like a storyline. You know, you had to go there, right? You had to go there. 
and the the details of it are so over the top and so ludicrous it, it actually just lends an air of truth to the whole thing it felt to me like an attitude era storyline that pushed the boundaries of decency beyond anything that they've ever done that's what it sounded like to me it sounded like mr mcmahon I don't know that there's a distinction between Vince McMahon and the Mr. McMahon character anymore. Apparently not. What what happened to like the the happy go lucky guy in the powder blue or the yellow? You know what I mean? Like I like the, the Sean Mooney type. What happened to him? I don't think he ever existed. That's uh it's a tough pill to swallow. It's a tough pill. I I, I've been struggling with it. I really have. Um, because, like, there was a part of me, even when all this happened, God, what's it been? Is it is it two years yet since all this kind of started? Almost. Like about two years or a year and a half or whatever. It was July of 22, I think, right? Something, something like that, yeah. Yeah, because then Vince forced his way back in January of 23. Um Wow, time really does fly. Uh, there's a part of me, even when all this started, that like was really hoping that somehow that there wasn't a lot of truth to this. And as the accusations just continue to pile, it just became more and more clear. Like it really doesn't matter how you feel about Vince. You know, he is Kathy. I believe he might become the second or third guy to get Chris Benoit to here. I, I don't think they're ever going to... They already removed most of his stuff from the website. Yeah. Like, they're not even going to mention this is a freaking company. There well, was actually is- something on Twitter from the yeah. Bella Twins. <clears throat> yeah. Because Laurinaitis is their stepdad. I know. And they said, you know, no woman something about no woman should be treated this way or something like that. And I'm like, <clears throat> and someone responded, replied and said, ah, oh, Thanksgiving should be a real interesting time of this year. You know, I'm almost to the point. Yeah. Now I, 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 first of all, I can't imagine that Laurenitis and uh, the Bella's mom are going to be okay. Even if they decided to coexist for now. How do you get past all? If she legitimately didn't know, then how do you get past all this? Exactly. Like Vince, Vince was already separated from Linda. You know, it, apparently it happened a long time ago, and they've really not been close for years. It was more of a business arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't see, I don't see how you come back from that um, in your personal or your professional life. I, it's a mess. It's a mess. Then I re- now go ahead. Then I read something. Yes. That Shane, it was on the Wrestling Hub, I think. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that Shane, everyone assumed when Shane left, it was because he didn't get CEO. It was no. He found out about his father's affairs and everything <clears throat> and was trying to make his father either, I don't know, come clean or whatever. <clears throat> oh, God, don't put it that way. Well, you know what I mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And um, yeah. Shane finally said, forget it. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, 
It's tough. And now they're talking about, yeah, and that's a shame. Um, and, and Vince even, like, used the guise of, like, or maybe it wasn't a guise at the time, but the last time that Shane was with WWE was that Royal Rumble a couple of years ago where he kind of came in and, like, they said he, like, went in and, like, basically booked himself to look really strong and, like, he eliminated a couple people and he was kind of in there longer than, like, anybody had even thought. And, like, he rubbed so many people the wrong way that that's the last time, supposedly, that he was a part of WWE. Um, your story makes a lot more sense, Kathy, than a booking gone wild because, you know, at the end of the day, Shane doesn't really have that kind of power. And he hasn't ever really had that kind of power, you know? No. So, yeah, your story makes sense. And now they're talking about, and this kind of makes me wonder, I like, when did Shane find out about this? You know? Because there are rumors... That, like, for example, Kevin Dunn, who recently left, by the way. You yeah. think that's a coincidence? Again, I'm speculating here, Matt, but I, it doesn't seem like a coincidence to me. That Vince McMahon's long time... Yeah. The lawsuit names, not as defendants, but as parties to what Ribby, was going yeah. on, uh, two wwe corporate officials and it clearly states that out of the four that are named two of them were board members yep wow okay no names but it makes you like who is it is it stephanie is it triple h is it nick khan is it barrios and like <coughs> it's Bruce hard Prince to believe that two that two board members would would know what was going on and the rest of the board didn't to some extent I'm I and I'm speculating here again. I'm not putting out fact because like I'm terrified that somebody's going to turn around and like, you know, oh, you're putting stuff out there that isn't true. Um, I suspect that um, Bruce Pritchard was one of them, and part of me is concerned that Triple H is one of them. I mean, and like, uh, like speculation wise, if Triple H or Stephanie knew. How did how would the other one not know? Right, exactly. And they are, and, and and especially since they're kind of bound by that whole, you know, because their spouses, they're not. Do you know what I mean? Like they're they're allowed to share with each other. Correct. Legally. Right. Without incriminating the other. Um. Which really, Kathy, that's a great arrangement. I should I should set something up like that with Kevin. Stop I'm it. Kidding. I'm only kidding. She probably would turn me in. Hey, if the money's uh, right, go for it. <laughs> yeah. So I I mean Okay. I'm concerned that they knew about it probably couldn't have stopped him even if they wanted to. Which is like, that's a lousy thing to like do nothing about it. And I think that's part of the lawsuit. I read the lawsuit from, from top to bottom. Yeah. And I think that's essentially it's not just Laurinaitis and Vince who are the defendants. The company is too. Sure. And the lawsuit alleges that the company knew about it, which What's in the lawsuit is true. They definitely did. And they did not take steps to 
protect her. And but then, yeah, yeah, that's also alleged, and and it's uh, it's one of the if she's right, if she's right, she's going to make a lot of money off of all of them, off of Vince, off of Laurenitis, and off of the company. As long as they can prove that she wasn't totally on board with it, and she's just not bitter now that the money stopped coming in. Well. Let's play devil's advocate and pretend for a second that that's the scenario, which I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any reason to believe that. But even if that's true, if she was supposed to get $3 million and Vince stopped paying after the first million, she'd be entitled to the rest of that money anyway. Yeah. But the stuff yeah, that's I mean, in there I, is yeah. so horrific that like, there's, there's no way... A- The way it's, the lawsuit really makes it sound like he groomed her to be able to basically do whatever he wanted with her. Yep. And took advantage of her her needing. Took advantage of her emotional state when he met her. Exactly. And her financial situation. It's bad. It's it's bad. It's bad. Good luck proving, like, good luck proving that, uh, that wrong. Because those are the exact kind of people that, that predators go after. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember, like, probably about a year ago, we were listening to that podcast that basically vilified Vince McMahon? It was like a six-parter. That, that, that yeah, Behind the Bastards, yes. And Behind the, and the, the Bastards. The Josephine Reisman book, yeah. I feel like they could probably, like, they stopped short. Like, they could literally do a second and third part series on that, on this. I wonder if Josephine Reisman would actually end up putting out like another edition of the book with like an extra, like couple chapters or section about this now. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. And then here I am thinking about triple H and Stephanie, right? So like, and I, I want to assume the best in people. I really do. Again, call VOC.com if you want to call in. Uh, Tora, we'll get you on soon. Um, I want to assume the best in people. But doesn't it seem a little strange that Triple H was being, um, well, the, the right word is groomed, but I feel like that's not appropriate here. Uh, he was being uh, trained to be like the guy in WWE several years ago. And around the time when that happened, all the stuff with Vince happened and he stepped down. And who kind of jumped into that role but Stephanie? And then when did Stephanie leave? She left when Vince came back. Like, she walked away from it. Just a couple months after talking about how she was going to be there long term. The whole thing yep. is fishy to me. Um, I question how much they know. Uh, but... This could mean, theoretically, like we're already looking at the first time in the history of this company, in whatever form it is, where there's not a McMahon in any way involved in any of this. You know what? Good. Yeah. Good. Well, I have a feeling in about a year, the people behind the scenes in WWE are going to be almost unrecognizable. Except for I, maybe Dwayne Johnson. I, I would say that everybody on the WWE board right now, based on this lawsuit, is not safe. 
and I'm talking yeah. Nick Khan, I'm talking Triple H. Like, how could any of them be safe right now? Because you think TKO wants this kind of negative publicity at this point? Yep. They're probably kicking themselves that they even got into this. Like, why would they want any of the leadership that this happened under around? Even if they're not guilty of anything, why why yeah. keep them around? It doesn't make sense to keep them around. I don't know. I think that's and where people we are, can, like, I mean, and people can, like, be, you know, fans can sit there and say, like, oh, but Triple H is doing a so such a good job with the booking. And it's like, well, sure he is, but I guarantee you, the man is as replaceable as everybody else is. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, especially now with this, like, ultra-corporate structure that they've set up. Yeah. You know, we used to we used to say Vince can't get away with that because it's a publicly traded company. Well, he did. He got away with it for a long time for a publicly yep. traded company. Yes, um, he did. Because he is as conniving as the character that he played on TV. But now, this goes above and beyond being publicly traded. You know, we're, we're talking about a corporate environment where Vince has absolutely no say whatsoever. So he can't bully and lead like he used to. You know, he can't hold things over people's heads anymore. It's, it's not possible. And no, Kathy, I'm not making a joke about holding things over people's heads. That's not what I mean. I know, no. I know. Sorry, that was Vince. Um, let's, uh, I shouldn't even joke around about it. Howard, you're being really quiet. Are you in mourning here? No, I'm... First of all, Matt, I got to give you credit for being able to read the entire workup of that document because I got about eight or nine bullet points in it, and and I had to stop. I I couldn't read it anymore. I, I just couldn't bring myself to yeah get through, it. and it's rough. And it, and I'll probably go back and try to read a little bit more. And but it makes you wonder. I mean, like you have all said, I mean, obviously Vince knew what was going on. Myronitis knew what was going so. on. And yeah. if if Vince knew, and again, it's just my opinion, I'm quite sure Triple H knew. And if Triple H knows, then you know Stephanie knows. And if Stephanie knows, you could probably bet the farm that Shane at least knew. So I'm I'm curious to see how how deep that I'll call it a cover up for now, how deep the the cover-up really goes and at what length did they go to keep all of this quiet and who's all involved in it. Cause all of them that are involved, you know, need, need to face up. And like Matt said, there is no settling out of court with this. They need to be drug into court. They need to face their accuser and they need to face a jury of their peers and accept whatever sentence is handed down. Now, Do you think Linda knew, or was she uh, in the vegetative state at that point? It, uh, the, uh, 
there's a point in the lawsuit where towards the end, Vince, uh, according to the lawsuit, Vince informed the victim that his wife found out about his relationship with the victim and was threatening to divorce him. And it had to end. And that's when he started pressuring her to sign the NDA and, and all that stuff. So she, it sounds like she became aware of it. At least yeah. as far as the victim is concerned, it seems to be after Vince had been victimizing her for two years. Wow. Yeah. Now, is Linda and Vince still together, separated, or what? I think they're like the Clintons. Like, they're not really together. They're just, like, publicly married together. On, married, married on paper. They don't, yeah. they don't yeah. live together or see each other or any of that. <laughs> I can't say that about the Clintons for sure. I just always suspected it. Um, but yeah, now, I mean, that, that's my understanding is like, they've kind of come to terms with the fact that like, they can't really have a traditional marriage. Yeah. Um, and I'm not even talking about Vince crapping on people's heads. I'm talking about like, uh, just the way that, you know, like, I mean, he's been, he's had a reputation as a philanderer for a long time. That's oh, yeah. the right, right philanderer. Yeah. I always feel like that means something else. But yeah, no, that that's the, the five dollar word for tonight. Philanderer. Um from the mouth of babes, uh so Tora in the chat, who will be honest with the whole situation with WWE? Nobody, right? Because everybody has known that it's not a secret anymore and the truth is coming out. She agrees with us. See that? Yeah. Very yeah. very astute that Tora. They, they, the lawsuit basically alleges that everybody lied to protect themselves. Yeah. Well, we'll find out really yeah. soon when they, they face perjury if they do it, you know? I mean, the whole thing's a mess. I mean, there's one part <laughs> in the end where it, the lawsuit alleges that one of the board members spoke to one of the ones named spoke to Vince McMahon questioning whether they could trust the victim to stay silent. So yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty clear in the lawsuit that they believe the, uh, at least some of the board members were fully aware of what was going on. I would imagine a lot of the wrestlers knew too. Well, certainly Brock Lesnar knew, which means don't tell me that they weren't, even if they're not joking around about it, don't tell me that it's not kind of, General knowledge, right? Yeah. Well, and while you're on that topic, like if you read the lawsuit and you get a little bit further into it, where you get to like some of the text messages that were from Vince. Oh, I saw um, that. Yeah. Like just you know, even just taking and this part hasn't really even been talked about in in light of all the other horrific stuff, but like the overt, insane almost it's so over the top it's almost cartoonish racism in some of those texts oh my god mind-boggling we didn't even get to all that yeah yeah like using like sex toys and like a black sex toy would be like a black wrestler and a white sex toy would be like a white wrestler and the whole thing is just like crazy like I don't know, like, it, it just, it, I mean, I don't even know what to say, Matt. <laughs> I'm at a loss. 
Yeah, I'm I, at a loss. Like, 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 imagine having employed. Like, if I found out that my boss had a 12 inch dildo named Brady, I, I guess I'd be flattered. But by the same token, I don't really want him to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's especially to use it for rape. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the other one of the other texts that's in there is, I mean, it's basically asserting what he wanted to watch, what he he wanted to watch, and I'm going to use the most polite version of the language I can about this. Oh boy, he wanted yeah. to watch three large black men simultaneously assault the victim. So take that to the worst place in your mind where you can imagine that going, and that's pretty much what it says. <sighs> Brings a whole new meaning to the term "running," I guess. <laughs> Womp. I should. I shouldn't joke. I really shouldn't. It's horrible. The whole thing is horrible. Hey, Tori, how you feeling? I'm doing all right. You doing all right? That's good, girl. Mm-hmm. You haven't heard from your Mark safe from Vince McMahon, right? He hasn't reached out to you. No. That's good. That old bastard don't even reach out to nobody. That old bastard doesn't. You're right. Well, he reached out to somebody to where I hate to say it. He reached out yeah. to a few people. Mm-mm. As a side, hold on. As a side, Matt. Like reading those texts, it didn't even feel like it was an eighty-year-old man saying those things. No, it, and that's the other more disturbing. Like you would think, like a, like a twelve-year-old, probably gay, curious, uh, very nasty kind of potty mouth kind of kid. Yeah, like like a rotten, no good kid, and instead, this is an eighty-year-old man who should be more worried about you know. Spending, you know, like, you know, being a grandfather. Yeah. And instead he's basically accused of assaulting and trafficking over the course of years, a woman younger than his daughter. What are you going to see his grandkids anymore? I, if, I, I, if that were my dad, they would never see me or the kid or my kids again. Ever. Yeah. Like I was thinking, like, I remember like, probably 15 years ago, Shane McMahon talking about how, like, even if he never got to run the company, I think it was around when he left, he did this interview and he said, like, even if he never had a chance to run the interview to, to run the company, he had always kind of hoped that his kids and Stephanie's kids would be able to be involved if they wanted to. Now, maybe he didn't know much about it at the time. No, I don't know. I don't think so. Or he was I think just hiding it. I think that he knew about it. But when do you think he knew, though? I mean, at some point, I like to think maybe that's the mistake I'm making, Matt. Maybe these aren't in any way decent people. I always thought that Triple H was a decent person. I always thought that Shane McMahon was a decent person. I, you know, I never thought Vince was a decent person, but I didn't think that he was this bad. Yeah, he's very bad. He's guilty. He's a bad man. Yeah. And I, I think spending time around people like him, where he's, for all I know, he has some kind of personality disorder. 
which I think you would almost have to to be able to do some of the stuff that he's accused of. I think so. Um, I think spending time around people like that rubs off on people and can make you he do... rub them off the, the wrong way. Type of yeah, thing. definitely the wrong way he was rubbing off to her. I agree. He's, 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 a, he's a bad influence on those around him. Especially the people suing him. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. When I actually saw that on Facebook, I was like, oh my gosh. Now, really? Tori, did you, Tori, did you read the entire lawsuit? Yeah. She did. Okay. See, I didn't think you would have. Okay. I didn't. I'm relying on that. Okay. They to send it to the group page a lot. Yeah. Did you enjoy my pictures? Which which ones, Vince? <laughs> <laughs> I had seen yeah. I had seen two pictures of me uh, on Saturday night when I went out. Oh, when you went to AEW, that one? No, no, no. Uh, the Spanish Club. The Spanish Club. Let me look now. I really don't look at the. We have a listener chat going now, like we have an in the room one, and it's kind of been taken over, as you can imagine, since Rhea Ripley joined. Um, oh yeah, I see that. Okay, yeah, Tour is posing for all these pictures at the Spanish Club. How about that? Yeah. Was, it, was that fun? Oh yeah, I had a good time. That's good. And Didn't you didn't run into there, right? I don't even know how I made it up to the steps of my daughter's house. I don't even know how. Why? You, were you drunk? Is that what you mean? Yeah, I had on high heels on, too. Well, we've all been there, girlfriend. Yeah, I had to crawl up the steps. Well, yeah, because you were in high heels. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's the worst thing you don't do. Crawling up the steps. Well, after this week, I think there are worse things you don't do. Yeah. yeah. Things that I didn't think were possible. So what do you think about the Royal people who Rumble aren't in last prison? Week. Yeah. So what do you think about the Royal Rumble last week? Well, I, I'm going to get to that. But before okay. we do, Matt, I'm thinking if Vince goes to prison, he has a pretty good chance of kind of continuing some of this activity. Maybe. Uh, I mean, I imagine that if he goes to prison, he's probably going to get put in some country club. And yeah, you make country you club. Given given nah, his I age, I was thinking more golf that. every day. Golf every day, you know. Tora, you can't golf in prison. That don't make sense. You can't golf in prison. Why not? No, that doesn't. That doesn't work out like that. I got you. Well, Tora doesn't think it's going to happen like that, man. No, no, I don't agree with that one. Okay. Mm -mm. I was thinking. Like I was thinking since he did all that, I think that a lot of stuff gonna come back on him. A lot. Well, I mean, it's it's sounding like a lot of it's coming. Here's the million dollar question, and we will get to the Royal Rumble tour. I promise. It's just there's been so much here to unpack. Mm -hmm. Again, probably the wrong choice of terms, uh, but. Um, do you think The Rock knew? I think so. You think he did? Yep. Not that Randy Orton probably knew. Yeah, I think there's some other. Right? Yeah. I think there's some other wrestlers knew what about, about it because they, they all did drugs. They all did drugs. 
What do you mean they all did drugs? What about CM Punk? You think he they knew? They did drugs in the past. Okay. Nah. Right. Nah, I don't think so. All right. So, Matt, what do you think about that? You think The Rock knew? I feel like they were so close, he almost had to have known something, especially if Brock knew. I mean, he... I... I the Rock is not even part of the equation in the sense that he wasn't any part of the company when when this stuff happened. Mm-hmm. If he knew, so about he wasn't it, in a position to stop it. Well, I don't even know if I he mean, was in he a could... position to know it. But yeah, like the idea of being once Vince, and again, this is all according to the lawsuit. Once Vince started sending pics and videos of the victim to people within the company, like it's not a secret at that point. Now it's information. Yeah. So, like, I could not even begin to tell you which wrestlers or people that Vince may have been close to but weren't part of the company knew or did not know. I can't. You, I don't yeah. think you can tell any of that from the lawsuit. But or maybe, or maybe it could have been somebody that snitched on him. And then we put it and made it on Facebook. Think about it. Just think about it. Well, it wouldn't trail, surprise man. me. If I, it wouldn't surprise me if Nick Khan or one of the other board members was the one to leak the original story to the media a couple years ago. I suppose in the hope that the pressure on Vince would make him <clears throat> stay away. Um, yeah. Little did they know, like, nothing would make him stay away. Well, and but Vince, Vince also shot all of them. He shot himself and all of them in the foot as well because he mm-hmm. didn't fulfill the terms of the NDA that he signed with the woman. And then that kind of just voids the NDA at that point. Mm-hmm. So this is not going to be a case of Vince McMahon is going to stand tall and nobody else is going to get in trouble. I think other people mm-hmm. are going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> Getting sick. Uh oh. Kathy's making you sick. You call Kathy's cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's call, impossible. Call, I'm in Jersey. He's in PA. <laughs> yeah, but it's over the computer, Kathy. It's I over the computer. It's a virus. It's a virus. It's a virus. It's a virus. Oh, please. Yeah. Sure. Kathy, the way we're talking today, I might have caught something from Vince. My God. Uh, <laughs> Vince, I don't think you Vince would syndrome. Do that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear what I said. No, I didn't. I said the Vince uh Vince syndrome. Vince syndrome. <laughs> yeah. How you doing, Kathy? I'm good. Kathy's good. Why she ain't saying nothing? I did. She oh. said she's good. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> I didn't hear you. Sorry. Hey, I want to apologize to you and from last week and stuff. You know. Um. Oh. No. She 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 earned she earned my apology. She earned it. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome. We we shouldn't be arguing or fighting about over. You're not fighting. Like this. No, no, no. It was, it was like, like family, disagreements you know? and stuff. It was just disagreements and stuff. What? Would you just like let Kathy crap on your head and then we'll call it even? No. 
<laughs> Brady, keep it up. I'm going to crap on your head, okay? It's it's up. Up on your head. I'm just saying it's messed up. I'm not making fun as, of it. As long as you take pictures, we're good. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. Share them, share them oh, in the listener chat. <laughs> yeah, speaking of crap, what do we think about Cody Rhodes winning the Royal Rumble? I am very happy for him. Are he you? deserved it. He earned it. He worked very hard on it. He wouldn't take no crap from nobody, and I don't blame him. And I truly do believe what he said last week, or what he was going to do. Wait, so you don't blame him at all? No. He was not wrong. He did not cheat or anything. He was a man. He was a man trying to finish up his story. He knew. He knew that CM Punk tore his tricep, and he still threw him out on his bad arm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cheating. No. He's worse than Kevin Owens in a way. I think Kevin Owens did not know that the brass knuckles was with him. I think he that... They were on his hand. Logan plotted <laughs> on him. Okay. If you look at the video, we watch it again. Yeah, I watched it. He put them on his hand. Okay, he punched I, him. I watched him put him on his he, hand and sucker punch Logan Paul. And, and it's yeah. been so long that he's a heel. It's been so long since he's been a heel that he forgot you got to take them off and slip them into your trunks. Right. You know, anytime I use brass knucks, that's the first thing I do is slide them down my pants when I'm done. Yeah. Coincidentally, it's, it's the first out. thing Vince did when he had them, too. Has anybody tried that peanut butter... Peanut butter bacon cheeseburger from Sonic. No, but I had a pe- peanut butter hamburger when I was in Maryland, and it was delicious. I couldn't believe how good it was. That's to a milkshake. Now, like, to the point That's now when I cook a hamburger, I put peanut butter on it instead of mayo sometimes. Yeah. That's, that's a really milkshake. Good. That's a milkshake with that, but it also has bacon in it with the peanut butter in it. That's a shake, shake booty is what that is. My daughter had ordered that today, and she was like, that's horrible. No, it's really good. I don't think so. Right. I'm allergic to bacon. Kathy, would you eat a hamburger with uh, with peanut butter on it? No. <clears throat> no. It's disgusting. It's delicious. Matt, would you try it? I got it at a pub if it's worth anything. A burger with peanut butter on it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've had a burger with peanut butter and jelly on it. And what'd you think? It's delightful. <laughs> it oh really is good. Peanut butter and jelly go with almost anything. They do. Yeah. But this didn't have no jelly Just on it. Don't take this, it from Vince. This had a, the, the cheeseburger. It had the cheese on the burger, plus the peanut butter, plus the bacon. That that sounds so. It's like an Elvis burger. Yeah, it is. Well, it's, Elvis bananas. Burger. it's amazing. It's really good. It's, it's an Elvis burger. Yeah, no. That's what they call it. As Sonic. Yeah. I never go there again. Oh, so you're gonna you're gonna so you haven't banned WWE, but you've banned, banned Sonic, Sonic for the peanut butter thing or for the bacon. I, I'm banning the the burger, the whole thing. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Sonic deserves another chance. If you're gonna give WWE another chance. Mm. Okay. No. Speaking of that, uh, I'm going. Mo- I'm going Monday Night Raw. Next week on February 5th. Are you going with Dustin? No, he's not going to be there. Okay. He'll be there in the front row, he said. That's a lie. Dustin doesn't lie. 
No, he doesn't, but he's not going to show up. Okay. Do you, did Dustin have knowledge of all this stuff with Vince? Maybe this is how we get him, Matt. Did Dustin have knowledge? Um, I don't I know he about used that. to hang out with Vince a lot. Hmm. I, I never know. Okay. Maybe he's one of the board members they haven't named yet. Probably. Mm-hmm. Like, like a silent partner. <laughs> Why did Dustin That's give up on us? He doesn't call anymore. He been too busy. Too I busy. spoke I with him used to believe he's too busy. Yeah. I I I have a number for him, and I think it's his number. Yeah. He doesn't reply though. Oh, I'm a, I'm gonna ask him about that. Yeah, tell him I miss him. Okay. And I want to know if how much he knew about Vince beforehand. Like, was he like that unnamed guy in the room with them? I don't know. Okay. They probably don't ask him that. I, I'm thinking skip that. Mm-hmm. Maybe just ask him how he's doing. Yeah. He seems like he's doing okay. He's just been dealing with his uh mom and stuff. He's been going back and forth. Yeah, back and okay. forth going to uh Texas and stuff. What's his mom sick? Um yeah, she had surgery done and stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, you're not. But well, he calls me every day though. Yeah. He calls me every day though. That's what I want to project for my public persona. Hey, he calls you every day? Yeah, he calls me every day. Well, do you ever not answer it or do you always answer it? Too. Do you always answer it when he calls? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Could I be at work a certain day, like yeah. Tuesday morning, and I guess work at 3 o'clock, and then I work the next day, Wednesday. From 8.30 a.m. to 3 o'clock p.m. Then I'm off Thursday. Then I work Friday. I heard, off. Was hanging, I heard he was down in Tampa hanging out with Rhea Ripley. Do you know if that's true? Um, no. I could ask he her in the chat. I could ask her in the chat. You can ask her? Our, is she still in our chat? No. Oh, she left. Yeah, she left last week because of Justin. Because, because of, of Justin. Justin. But Justin left yeah. the chat. That He left the chat because of her. And then she left the chat because he left the chat. Yeah. So they don't get along. That makes sense. What, Justin, Justin and Rhea don't get along? Justin and Dustin don't get along. Rhea don't get along with Justin. Right. And Rhea also doesn't get along with Becky Lynch or Nia Jax, so maybe she's the problem. Yeah, she is a problem. Yeah. <clears throat> I still like her, though. I like her, too. She's cool. She's very cool. <laughs> but that one girl, Grace, man, <laughs> she's huge. Don't I thought that she was mean. No, she's a very, very strong girl. Yeah, I thought that she was a man the way how her muscles looked like. No, no, very independent woman. She's uh she's a fantastic champion for TNA. Yeah. yeah. But isn't she supposed to come to WWE? I think it was a one off. I don't I don't think she's gonna come back. 
Not now. I mean, right now she's under contract. Naomi's back, though. Yeah, I was surprised to see her back. Really? Yeah. Part of me wondered if Sasha wasn't going to be a surprise in it. I thought either Sasha or AJ Lee. Yeah. I showed y'all the information about that, and then kind of found out WWE said no to AJ Lee. But there's a video of her and CM Punk practicing in the ring. And I sent you that, too. Yeah, I got you. Yep. <clears throat> you know me. I'm going to send you whatever that's on there that I see on there. Are you following her, Howard? No. Yeah, can you... I was hoping somebody could translate. What? Try that again. You, you tell me whatever you see on there? Yeah. What? Okay. Where Where are you seeing stuff? Maybe a lot on Facebook or either TikTok. Oh. Mainly on Facebook. Gotcha. Reliable social Reliable media. media sources. Social Social oh, yeah. media. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Maybe a lot where I found out the Clintons don't live together. I got you. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I read it on Facebook. So. Yeah, my daughter' father. Is from Hartford, Connecticut. He used to go to the corporate office. And then he would drive down there for It's a bit something. of a hike. Yeah. Even though yeah. it's hard even though it's Connecticut. I mean Connecticut's a pretty big state. Yeah. He said they very expensive down there in rent. Yeah. yeah. He still got family still he still got family uh staying down there though. Okay. Yeah. In Hartford, you mean? Yeah. Now you're talking about your your <clears throat> your ex-husband or your 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 daughter's dad. My daughter's dad. I was never married. Gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. I only had a kid with him. So. I gotcha. Yeah. He yeah. probably. He's a very lucky man, Tora. Thank you. He pinned you down. I didn't mean it like that, Kat. I swear I did. That is not how I meant it. That is not how I meant it. Yeah, babe. That's not how I meant it. Kathy, I think that he needs spanking. <laughs> That's his wife's job, not mine. Uh, well, that ain't but happening I think, tonight. I think she probably don't mind with that. This week ain't looking good either. What's that? I think that she probably don't mind with that one. <laughs> ah, it's a treat. Dealing with me is a treat, just in general. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's. Um, I'm gonna bring on Rat Boy because no. he's in the middle of a busy dinner with a wrestler. Uh, I'm assuming it's Rhea Ripley. What's going on, Rat Boy? Yeah, Ripley. Okay, that sounds good. Nah. Uh, are you trash? Uh, he sounds trash. No, I'm having a good time down yeah, here in Florida. Yeah, I bet you are. I bet. Yeah, you oh, sound yeah. like, what, are you high? I, uh, no, uh, uh, no, uh, no, I had a, a couple of beers I, I didn't have in, in a couple of years. I think I had about three of them the other day. You sound oh, you're like hammered. you were drinking. You He's still hammered. Drunk. Yeah, I'm still hammered. Like, if I put I you mean, on maze with, 
If I put you in a maze with cheese, you probably wouldn't be able to find your way out right now. Yeah, that's, that, that's honest truth. Yep. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah. But, but you know, I'm going to say one thing. Howard, what did I say on Thursday night? You're, listen, I can't remember what happened yesterday. You want me to go all the way back to Thursday? And let, me, let me rephrase it, okay? I was going to run in on a Nia Jack. What happened? I got jumped from behind. By oh. R-Truth beat you? Huh? <sighs> You let our truth beat you to the ring, man. Come on. Yep. Yep. Come on. What did I say? I was going to run in on on, on a Nia Jack. Didn't I was say that? that? You, was that you with the deer antlers? I'm not saying. Okay. <laughs> but but last but, um, night. But what, last night. How was it? Was, it, was, it was a good show. You know, this my first uh, TV taping that that the live. Roll. I had a good time. I always said, I always said, like if the Big Show had a tag team partner, the partner's name should be the Good Show. Mm. Either the Big Show and the Good Show, the shows. Mm. Go ahead. I had a good, I had a good time in all, you know, in Tampa, Florida. Right now, I'm in, uh, I'm two blocks away. Okay, believe this. You near I'm Dustin. No, I'm two blocks away where I'm not saying that now. Mm-hmm. Where the macho man had his car accident. Oh, How do no. You know that? How do you know that? Huh? Because it, it's, cause it, it's my cousin's uh, son's house that I'm saying that. And he only lives two blocks away where he had an accident. Have you been there? No, not yet. We're gonna, okay. he, he, she's going to take me there tomorrow morning. I'm going to take pictures. I hope the ghost of Randy Savage comes back and haunts you if you go there. Oh, no. That's no, not I'm good. Just gonna lay, 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 no, I'm just going to lay, 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 lay down a pack of uh, Slim Jims for him. You know? Make yeah. sure you, you have a, a light uh, or something. What do you mean a light? Like something for safety. For safety. For yeah. safety. For safety. Yeah. By the way, uh, how about Slim Jim coming through with the Royal Rumble? I thought they pulled out. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. But or, they came did, w- did WWE advertise them even though they pulled out? That's the question. Hmm. No, maybe they, maybe they, they didn't pull out in time. Oh no. Happening to Slim Jim. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah. That was a good one, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just yeah, seemed weird to me. And then, like, they were a part of it. it. Was like a swerve. I'm not. Well, it's my last. No, uh, I'll be home Thursday morning at nine. Hold on. Hold on. About nine thirty. Well, I won't be there to meet you, so it's okay. Uh, if it were the old Vince company, I would believe that they advertised Slim Jim just to spite them. <laughs> I I don't know how they could have pulled that off though. All right, so you'll be home Monday more uh, Thursday morning. Thursday morning, nine thirty. Okay. You know, 
Trenton I'm Airport. I'm coming home. I'm co- put it this way. I'm coming home with your sunshine, baby. Let's wait. Trenton Ooh. Airport. Huh? Trenton Airport? Yep. Okay, home so you're going to land in the middle the of the field coming. and walk across the field. They're having a homecoming parade for me when I step back in, in that All airport. Because right. when I left, when I left, that many people at the airport knew who I was. Hmm. Kathy, you know, I used to say that our listeners have to be the only listeners that would set up their own gimmick tables. <laughs> I used to say this to Stro, and he agreed. Yeah. I feel like it's getting worse. <laughs> They've each got a gimmick, Matt. Seems unnecessary. Oh, totally unnecessary. What? Because Jake the Snake Roberts going to be there? I'll be right next think, to him. I'm starting to think Rat Boy and Tora aren't even your real names. <laughs> <laughs> you funny. But actually, my real name is uh, Christopher Michael Michaels. No, it's not. <laughs> He's related to Shawn Michaels. He's his little yeah. brother. Yes, yeah. I, I'm his older brother. He's just a dirty boy. Yeah, that came out wrong. I didn't mean it like that. I'm it, it's a rap boy, it. Michael. Rap boy, Michael. Hold on, guys. I got to tickle my food. Hold on. Did she say she got to tickle her food? That's what Vince does. Right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're not. This could like possibly be the last episode, the way things are going. Uh, she literally said she had to tickle her food, I thought. I thought she said that she had a check on her food. but Oh, maybe that's what I she don't... said. Like I said, I can't understand her. I can't understand her. I thought she said I'm only three times a week. All right. A couple, couple of people are going to be uh, tuning in sometime, you know. When they get home, you know, because they're, they're, they're out here still partying somewhere. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, people. That it's hard been to believe that, our, that the first 45 minutes of our show was going so well. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a star. A big time star. Down here. What else you got, homie? What I got else? Uh, Andre. I just want to say, um, for Bailey, she deserved it. Yeah. Bailey deserved it. To their credit, I mean, I know she was talking about winning and challenging, and, like, it never occurred to me that Bailey really had a chance to win that match. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she already knew that. I just assumed it would be Becky Lynch. And Mm. it really is perfect. Because now Bailey's going to challenge Io Sky, I assume. Or yeah, Rip, I guess or, what? Or Ripley, but she's not I think sure. she's going to challenge Io Sky because, like, they got to tease continued tension, you know, and damage mm-hmm. control. And it's going to it's going to mess up their friendship too if she shows Io yep. Sky. Probably. Yeah, I heard through a grapevine that that's was supposed to be her decision Friday. I wonder if they're not going to kick Bailey out of the group and then Bailey will be a baby face come WrestleMania. I heard she must be a heel. What'd you say, Kathy? I didn't say anything. I said something. 
I heard it's gonna be a heel. I I think I think damage control will be the heels. No, they're gonna jump her. That's what a heel does, right? Yeah. Jump people. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tora. I have to use your language. I think that Bailey will be a good girl, and I think that damage control will be bad girls. Mm -mm. I've been avoiding that language because of the whole Vince thing, and I know how he would feel about that. He he was always pre 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 you know he always preferred the bad girls. Mm -hmm. Do you think so, Howard? I don't think so. No, I, I think Vince has a preference to bad girls. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's like a natural laxative for him. Making food on himself. Yeah. Okay, well, let me let me go and get back oh, in I the house. You were there. I forgot you were there. Yeah, go get house. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get back in the house and I will be I will be live from Trying New Jersey. From the sound of things, you're gonna need a little bit of time to get into the house, so good luck. Yeah, I'll find it upstairs. Thursday night, right here on hey, the VOC Nation. I can't you wait. Might have to, you might have to crawl in if you're wearing high heels. Right. No. Do one oh, of my yeah, things. Yeah, he can walk. He can walk in high heels. He's good. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a video that I was dancing in woman high heel boots. Well, oh, no. uh, all right, yeah, we, we don't need to do all that. Hey, Rat Boy, I don't let anyone in Florida poop on you, all right? No. All right. No. See you, buddy. Okay, see you. See you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Tora, should I let you go as well? No. Okay. I, see, I thought you were going to say yes, and I was going to hit the button. <laughs> okay. Tora, shouldn't I not let you go? No. Okay. Damn. She outsmarted me, Gavin. <laughs> Trust me, Brady, that's not hard to do. Exactly. That's what I'm not saying. That was Vince's line. <laughs> <laughs> I can't joke. I gotta stop joking like this. It is serious. It's you know, mm -hmm. I'm I'm more making fun of this maniac than I am making fun of the victims. I hope people understand that. Yeah, they understand. Mm, we'll see. I might get canceled yeah. tomorrow. Then we'll know if they understood or not. Oh shoot! Yeah, it's okay. We'll be okay. So, what are we gonna do about Super Bowl? Who you think? Forty Niners or the Chiefs? I don't want to make a prediction. Uh-oh. Why not? Because I know who I want to win really badly, and usually when I make a prediction, I'm wrong. So. Uh-oh. Yikes. Yeah. I'm kind of I'm kind of scared of that too. I don't know. It's like a question mark. Yeah. What do you think, Kathy? Uh, I'm getting sick and tired of Taylor Swift. See, that's the best part, though. No, the best part was 
the Ravens quarterback throwing the ball and then catching it and running it for 13 yards. That yeah, was I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Oh, that was amazing. He threw it. It got tipped. He looked up, caught it, and ran it for 13 yards. So he did hmm. the old Kurt Hennig. Yeah, he threw, yeah. Him, yeah, he threw himself his own pass. <laughs> but that was good, though. Yeah. Now it's good to watch that game Sunday. It's a shame you didn't get two touchdowns for that one. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a really tough game, though. Yeah. I, I really can't say who I'm really going for, but I do know who I'm going for. Well, we can talk about it next week, too. Like, we have another week, so. Yeah, yeah. Kind of let it marinate a little bit, you know? Yeah. And then yeah. we got Mardi Gras coming down here, so next week on uh, Saturday. Yeah, That's you know, on my, my birthday, birthday is Ash Wednesday this year. Yeah. So I'm I'm not, well, I'm probably going to eat meat if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Catholic Church can do can give like dispensation for like St. Patrick's Day because the old priests want to eat their, their corned beef and cabbage, you know. So I, I feel like I get dispensation on my birthday. Oh, I give it to myself, even if nobody else agrees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I should start my own church. Mm-hmm. It'd be a mess, though. Would be a mess. It would be a total mess. So, total Brady, mess. what did you think of the list of um <laughs> of the episodes for Dark Side of the Ring this year? Uh, honestly, the only one I remember Buff Bagwell because Howard made a big thing, and uh, I remember Sherry because you made a big thing. I don't remember who else is on it. Sandman. Uh, well, that'll be interesting. There weren't there were like a bunch of people that didn't want to work with Sandman, right? Because he was yeah. like too much. Sandman, Brutus, Harley Race. That should be a good one. Yeah, yeah. Say- I want to see the Harley Race one. Harley Race will be good. Did you say Brutus? Yeah. Like Beefcake? Yep. Wow. Okay. Um, Chris Adams. That should be a good one. I Didn't they already do Chris Adams? No, no they, they did Gina. They did Gino they Hernandez, did Gino. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <clears throat> um, Chris Adams. Um, come on, Howard. Help me. Who are the others? What is it? Sure. Season eight, 18? Dark Side... Season five. Five. Ring five. Let's see. Yeah, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. Hmm. One of one of them is a pay-per-view, I think. Or premium live event, as they're called now. How long before Vince McMahon's on this thing? Never. No. <laughs> Next year. Never? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're going to do all of season five okay. on Vince McMahon now. Oh God! If they did a two-parter for Chris <laughs> yeah. they could probably do yeah at least a four-parter on Vince McMahon. Yeah, uh, Terry Gordy, Black Saturday, the Monday Night War. Black, yeah, yeah. What was Black Saturday? I mean, I know what Vince considered Black Saturday, but what's Black Saturday in wrestling? When, that's when Vince, I had, I believe, ran a show on WTBS. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, when he was stealing television, uh, 
con- stations out from gotcha. regional promoters. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Chris Colt, Earthquake. That's right. Why? Why would he get a dark side of the ring? I don't know. He was like a nice guy that everybody loved. He wrestled everywhere. He was overweight, but such a nice guy. And then he died of bladder cancer. Like, why? What's the dark side of the ring for? Yeah. Maybe is this like the redemption? Bad luck and things like yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Sometimes the topics of the show are not bad people. They just like are people who ran into like really lousy luck and. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The business didn't really take care of them. That's true. Yeah, he also killed Damien, I forgot, and made snake burgers, so. Right. <laughs> Damn. I remember being in Scouts talking about that. Mm-mm. Tora, would you eat a snake burger? Hell no. What if there no. was peanut went, butter on it? You went no. to Sonic. I mean, that's. No. kind of like. Hazardous. Yeah, yeah like my appetite. You know when when we when I went to high school tour, uh, my school used to use a grade E meat, not grade A or B. It was grade E meat. I don't even think it was like associated with an animal. I think it was just like generic meat, manufactured mm-hmm. meat, maybe. Mm. Made from crickets. Ew. Sort of like coffee, how it has cockroach legs in it, you know. <laughs> We all know that, especially Wawa. Wawa literally (laughs) harvests their coffee from cockroach legs. Oh, stop. You didn't know that? That's right. It explains why their coffee isn't that good, but. That's right. It also explains why it's rather chewy sometimes. Oh, Oh. stop it. (laughs) Ew. Exoskeletons. Yeah. Matt. At least Duncan has the courtesy to use ants. Matt, don't provoke him, okay? Don't provoke him anymore. I'm sorry, Kathy. uh, I know somebody that was eating crickets. It was my my little kitten. Brady! Sorry, I had a friend over. Oh, gosh. I'm only kidding. Oh, my gosh. Excuse me. Sorry, Tori. Go ahead. What did you have? Beans for breakfast? No. Why would beans you say for that? Lunch? I had Wawa coffee. Oh man! <laughs> I'm only kidding. Go ahead, Tori. What were you saying? Um, this you, is like you the longest just... call we've ever had with you. I know you. You sound just like my cat, my kitten, Frankie. What do you mean? Cause he he likes to, he we caught him eating a cricket this morning. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. He's a total anyway, mess. So you wouldn't eat a snake burger? No. I'm actually allergic to snakes. Are you really? Yeah. What like their bites or just like being around them? Being around them. Okay. So, are you, like, really allergic? Like, would, like, something happen? Or are you, like... I break out into hives. I was going to say, would you just, like, sneeze a little if, like, a snake were in the other room? Yeah. I do that and break out in hives. Break out in hives? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. 
Well, now I understand why you don't want snake burgers. Mm-mm. No. I, I can't deal with dead meat or snake burgers. Did, did you say dead meat? Oh, dear dead meat. Meat. Dead dead meat. meat. I, I prefer dead meat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I prefer my meat to be dead. Yeah. Mm. wonder how Vince McMahon likes his meat. Mm. Well, we know how he likes it. Submissive, apparently. <laughs> he likes it rough. <laughs> <laughs> he likes his meat thoroughly beaten. Beaten. Right. <laughs> Feel the flames of hell licking at my feet. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine how I feel. Mm. He, likes, he likes he likes his meat with uh, covered in mole sauce, you know. Can I imagine oh him? Can I imagine him being raped in a prison though? Prison cell? No, I can't. I just did. I wonder if Dang. he'd be the aggressor there. He probably wouldn't. Actually, he might be. I think he is. I'd imagine there's a lot of prisoners that really would appreciate everything that he did for them in their childhood. Mm -mm. You got the rapers. You got the predators. Oh, yeah. I think they would like that. Kathy, what happened to the show? Like, I mean, we started out somewhat serious. <laughs> we sure did. When did this turn into like Howard Stern? Mm. Maybe probably getting better ratings from it. Probably not. Mm. Probably not. All right, Tor, what else you got? No, I'm just waiting for my food to be done. Okay. So you're not having deer meat? No, I got beef pot roast with um, potatoes and green beans and um, cornbread. Okay. Gotta have the cornbread. So if you don't, you're not black enough. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm black enough, Tori. Yeah. No. I like cornbread, though. Yeah, I make the best cornbread. Better than Golden Corrals? Theirs is pretty good. Yeah, we got a Golden Corral down here. Yeah, I like their cornbread. Yeah, we also got the... Uh... You, you know what? Vince likes it. That's Golden Corral, right? <laughs> we also got oh the Applebee's with the all-you-can-eat riblet for like fourteen ninety nine. Yeah. It's pretty good. I was there last week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get to choose from that with uh, french fries and coleslaw. Yeah. You can choose shrimp and fries or boneless wings. You're making me hungry, Toria. <laughs> You're making me hungry. Do you think? Do you get? Do you guys think John Laurinaitis would have done anything to keep, to like keep his job? Do you think Vince forced him to do this? Like he forced that girl. Maybe he no. just like like being no. like a puppeteer. No, he did it voluntarily. Not yeah, okay. based on the lawsuit, it was absolutely no. He was not forcing Laurenitis to do this stuff. Okay. And fast the company. I thought maybe Vince was like trying to force everybody to do stuff to keep their jobs. I think he was trying to do that. I don't know. Yeah, probably not. If, I mean, I didn't read the lawsuit. Matt did, so I. Yeah. That's crazy. 
Well, Tori, you know what? Everything is crazy nowadays. Yeah. So. It was like at first after hearing that, I, I was like in shock. At first, I didn't want to believe it, but now I do. Now you want to believe it? Yeah, I believe it now. Okay. Yeah, that brings up an interesting point. How shocked were we really when it came? I mean, other than the, the entire company probably going down, but were we yes, shocked that Vince McMahon is Hold on, you know charged charged uh, with this or even capable of this? Like, I wasn't that shocked. I mean, now that I saw the details, but I'm not I'm not not believing. I can't believe. Oh my god, I can't believe Vince McMahon did that. No, I'm like, yeah, look look at all the stuff Vince McMahon did. When yeah, I like, like going yeah. back to the eighties, like mm-hmm. it, it, none of this is shocking, right? <laughs> you weren't surprised by the level of detail that they got into that he got away with all that, though. Well, the detail I am, but again, it's not like oh my god, I can't believe he did. We're not shocked that yeah. he did it. Like when I saw the Vince accused of rape and human trafficking, I think were what they said on the headline. I was like, okay, well that's bad, but I'm not shocked, right? Right. Yeah. So I wonder how many people though like were like okay, like we're wrestling fans, but like we obviously have a degree of understanding about behind the scenes. I wonder like what the casual wrestling fan thinks that maybe hasn't watched wrestling in twenty years. What do they think about this? They're probably shocked. Yeah, the, yeah. The the casual fan is definitely shocked. Yeah, and and I would say that probably the younger generation of wrestling fans are shocked about it. Yeah, pretty much anybody who said that Kevin Sullivan probably killed Chris killed, killed Chris Benoit, they're the people that are shocked right now. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not for nothing, but. Um, Carrying Cross put up that video last week where he goes to visit Kevin Sullivan, and Kevin has left the wrestling business to be a priest. <laughs> of and all they, things. Yeah, and that's which is great. Scary. That in and of itself was pretty amazing. And yeah. then, like, because he actually sounds like an old, like, kind of New England Irish priest. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And he was, and and through the course of the conversation, we learn, at least according to the Carrying Cross's side of the kayfabe story, that Kevin Sullivan is his father, mm-hmm. and he's trying to lure him back to the dark side. I hope to God there's a payoff for this, and not just Kevin Sullivan wanted to do something funny with Carrying Cross. I thought that video was older than that. I didn't think it was. Is that new? I think it was new. I think. I don't know. Uh, regardless if it's older, I hope they kind of continue that and and see where it evolves into. He had long hair, so his head wasn't shaved. I don't know. I really want Kevin. And Kevin Sullivan never really did anything in WWE. Apparently, he was like a mentor to Carrying Cross, I guess, but. Yeah, I don't know. I love the idea. Yeah, it was, it was it a year ago. It was a year ago? 
Okay. Posted, yeah, he posted it a year ago. Oh, that's disappointing. But but maybe really... maybe 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 it gained some traction now, you know, with his re- character resurgence. I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping so too. I'm hoping so too. Uh, let's um let's switch gears. We haven't really talked about the Royal Rumble, and we're like three quarters of the way through the show. I I I I made a point to watch the entire thing, and I'm always behind with this stuff. By the way, I almost never watch pay per views live anymore, except for WrestleMania. Um, I I was pretty happy with it. I, I was happy for Bailey getting the big win. They had some fun surprises, some of which are going to lead to kind of like returns, you know. It, it feels like they kind of set things up well. And now it makes you wonder after what happened last night on Raw. You know, they've got that unpredictability back. You know? You got yeah, Drew McIntyre basically took out CM Punk. You wonder, could he step up and be in a title match? You wonder, is Seth Rollins is trying, Seth Rollins is trying to lure Cody into a match. Um, Cody wants to fight Roman. Uh, you got... It just it, there, there's a lot of like really kind of cool stuff where everything is up in the air for WrestleMania, and I really like that. No, I, I know, and 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 I agree with Matt. I think like the first what was it, Matt? Fifty minutes of Raw that was really good. Yeah, and yep. it made me watch it. And then you're right, Bronson Reed came out, and I'll take anything away from Bronson Reed. I'm like, ah, uh. <laughs> all right, I'm going to bed now. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's like it's Bronson Reed in a commercial. It's like now nah, I cannot survive those two things back to back like that. So yeah, but it was such a great here. opening. You know, I I thought you know Sam Punk you know did really well coming out and kind of trying to endear himself to the fans, and then out comes Drew McIntyre. You know, I thought all of that was done so well. Yeah. Yeah, right up through, and then they did our truth and Judgment Day, and it was like I I hated to see that end, but in a, in a certain way, like it almost had to be done because Judgment Day needs to be like these vicious killers, not like a comedy act, you know? Right. So I I thought it worked. I I, I thought it worked. Uh, I didn't turn it off like you guys did. I I stayed through the end, and Sami Zayn and Drew McIntyre uh, put on an incredible match. There was a rumor a couple months ago that the match at WrestleMania, if Drew was leaving, was going to be Sammy versus Drew in like a career-ending match. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, and I watched be- it. I watched yeah. it later, and yeah, I, I thought that was an incredible match. But I think like the the first hour and the last twenty-five minutes were great, but. That's just that stuff in the middle that you need to keep people around for was, eh, okay. Yeah, they're, they're exactly. still struggling with that part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, the booking is better. You Traditionally, the booking is better between January and April, right? Right. I think that's safe to say. I mean, I'm not saying it's flawless, um, but it's better because all those WrestleMania angles start to take shape and they're like, they're basically holding out and then they blow their load in April, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was a bad pun, I guess. No. <laughs> no, no. Oh. 
You know he just I mean. can't stop tonight. He's on a roll. He's on a roll. <sighs> I don't know, Tat Kathy. I don't know. <clears throat> Brady, there's no controlling you. Thank so, you. so what 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 is what is Braun Breaker's role going to be now? I mean, is he headed back to NXT? Was this just a one-off, or I'm is hoping he a he's a guy now? Yeah, he's I, around. I'm, I mean, I know they're in the middle of doing like the tag team tournament, you know, the, the Dusty Classic, and he's teaming with um, oh, what's his name, Baron Corbin. Yeah. The 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 um. The Wolf Dogs, or whatever they're calling them. Um, the I, Authors I, of Pain. Or, no, no, no. Um, I mean, like, the Wolf Dogs, they're calling uh, Baron Corbin and... Baron um, Corbin and Braun oh, Breaker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In NXT. Uh, yeah, but anyway, when that tournament's over, I'd assume Braun... Braun, I mean, if they're smart, listen, Brock leaves, and by all accounts, he might be done. It would certainly make sense if he's done, I guess. Um, to me, you have an opening for a monster, and you bring Braun in, and you make him that monster, and I think it works. You know, I can they sustain it when he doesn't have a bunch of NXT smaller guys to, to like beat up? I don't know, but if he's they book him correctly, tall guy, right? I mean, he's. I think he's above it. He's probably like in that six five to six eight range. You know, okay. he probably would have like been really great in the late eighties, early nineties, because well, he's they, jacked. They, right, they could always put him in a pay per view with um, almost, and you know, he could beat almost a couple of times. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like that's a career killer. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see, but uh, I really like Braun Breaker. Um, I'm assuming Carmelo Hayes is now kind of officially up, even though like he's done NXT stuff too. Now that we're in WrestleMania season, I'm sure that it's. I mean, it seems like they called up Trick Williams too. So NXT is going to need some stability. I, I I don't know if this means another round of hires or if they're going to start actually pushing some of these mid-card guys in NXT a little bit more or something, but I got a feeling that Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams are getting called up. You know, if they're not officially up. Right, yeah. That's my thought. And, and, and I think it sets a, a a good, you know, sub-story to who signs them. Does, you know, does SmackDown sign them? Does yeah. We're all sign them and create a little bit of tension between, you know, the two brands. You mean not like CM Punk did? <laughs> yeah, just, just to do something to make it, you know, to watch both shows to try to get them both interesting and and you know and and create a buzz at least in in the these leading up to these papers even. The, Leading into this Royal Rumble, I was still no, no excitement to. Okay, the Royal Rumble Saturday. Okay, I'll, you know, and, and I and I 
watched a replay. I didn't watch it live. I watched a little bit of live and I fell asleep. But there's just no buzz to, to, to make it a point to watch it. Yeah. And Pat McAfee looks like he ate way too many hot dogs during football season. I'm telling you, he ate Kevin Patrick. That's why he's not around anymore. Oh, my God. He's huge. <laughs> you know what? He's annoying. So, oh, yes. my God. He's so annoying. I There there were people on the show in the past, like uh, like when um, Kevin and Patrick were doing the show with us, like they loved him. And I would have such a hard time respecting them to their faces. I, I haven't gone around the room and asked who likes Pat McAfee or who doesn't, but I, I really don't care. I To me, his weight is like the least of his problems. I think he's abrasive. He's like he's like childish. He's amateurish. That's you know, the thing just, that gets me is he just seems so immature. Like like you're yeah. a grown man and you're like dancing on the announce table. Like, yeah. come on. It's not funny or cool. I don't understand why they think it's funny or cool. No, it's it's lame. And, like, you know, when, like, he's talking, and then, like, he'll just be like, yeah, or what? Like, come on. You're not a fan at ringside. You should be, but you're not. Right. I used to have to mute SmackDown when he was on because I couldn't stand him. I don't, I, I don't even listen to his podcast because, like, I find him abrasive. I just like look at him and I want to punch him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how long he's going to last. I don't know how long he's going to last as a broadcast. I, I, I don't see. I don't. I don't see him making it to WrestleMania as a broadcaster. I don't know. He made it a long time before the end of, before the college football thing started. You know. Yeah. It's just, just, just so damn annoying. He see, I agree. I agree. I I feel like for whatever reason, somebody in WWE really liked him, and obviously multiple people did, because he's still around in the new regime. And now maybe that's because they're paying him a crap ton of money, and they gotta like get through that contract, or else they're gonna have to pay him forever. But Anybody else acted like him in all of history, Vince McMahon would have been yelling at them in the headset to knock it off. Yeah. So he benefits from, like, nobody's stopping him. Nobody's correcting him. How Michael Cole enjoys working with him, I have no idea. He probably he described, doesn't. <laughs> well, he described him as, like, his best partner ever. Uh, I think he's got to. I don't think that's genuine. The crazy thing is, I don't mind him as a wrestler. It's when he talks. I can't stand him when he talks. I don't know what to say. I, I mean, other than I, I agree with you, he's not my favorite broadcaster ever. Yeah. It's kind of like... You know how, like, maybe you have, like, a couple players that you don't like, and you want them all to be on the same team, so you literally, like, so you have, like, 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 football player, for example. Like, I used to hate 
for example, Ray Lewis. I still really don't like him, but like I would always want the players that I didn't like to be on Baltimore or Dallas so that I could continue to not like those teams and I could watch other games and not have to see the people that I don't like. Yeah. By putting him on Raw, it's like I have to watch this because there are people there that I like and I have to stomach it and I hate it. If you put him on NXT, I'd be like, all right, well, Cora Jade tore her ACL. I really have no reason to watch that that program anyway. I'll just not watch NXT until he's gone. Yeah, I think he might even be a better fit down in NXT. Just, you know, I, I just, I, yeah, I got to watch it on mute. He'd yeah, be perfect yeah. in TNA. Yes, he would. Yep, and then I wouldn't have to watch TNA. Even right, that's it used to right. be my favorite show. Yeah. I don't know. Um, callvoc.com is how you get in touch with us here tonight. Uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break on the other side. Uh, you know, we'll continue to take your calls. We're in the home stretch here, but uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we're going to regroup. Be right back. Hey, this is the Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. VOC Nation's own Stroh Maestro suffered a major medical and financial catastrophe this year. From the VOC Nation family, to all of you, please continue to pray for Stroh Maestro for his continued recovery. You can also donate to his cause, paypal.me slash the worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get, get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hick, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255". 
And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my... Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the <laughs> World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think... Uh, I don't know what to say, but I, well, I want to say one thing. Uh, Bruno was an early champion. Yeah. Here are exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill Anter, and once again, we're speaking here with... Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a loss. Did didn't have anything to do Well, yes, but the whole thing is that the rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, vocnation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Sometimes the world looks perfect. All right, welcome back, everybody, in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network at VOCNation.com. Don't forget, if you want to call in, just visit. uh, Don't use your incognito browser, but go to callvoc.com. You can visit that from your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever the case may be. That's uh, that's the best way to get in touch with us nowadays. Uh, Loving the new platform, you know, even though we are... The way the internet strength is, it's it's just so more smooth, Howard, than what it used no, to be. I'm, I'm and, 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 and more reliable. Yeah, I mean, it is internet-based. I mean, I, I got a couple of hiccups tonight, but I mean, at least we're here. It's here. Yeah. <laughs> we're here. You know, it's on my end that's the problem. It's not the provider's problem. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's good. It's all good. Um. And honestly, the better internet you have, the better it works. I'm lucky enough because of my job, I have like premium internet, and my cable is almost free for me, and my boss pays for the internet, and it's it's amazing because I have this high speed tier. Uh, what is it, Mac Gigablast or Gigabit? Like, whatever you have, like gig tier internet. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess Giga Blast is when Vince has internet, but that's different. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, I really should stop. I'll be stopping soon. Yeah, at nine thirty, we'll stop. I'll be yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so I mean, overall, Royal Rumble. I mean, I was happy with it. you know I. I I probably would have picked somebody different than Cody. But I think for the story that they're trying to tell, I think Cody probably was the best choice. Yeah, I mean, overall, you know, and I've been pretty pretty rough on the pay-per-views that they've been putting out. Sorry, premium live events that they've been putting out. Mm-hmm. But this show was probably a, probably a solid B-plus. You know, it, it it was a it was a good show start to finish. Um, I liked the, you know, as much as I don't like Logan Paul, I liked the the whole setup with him and Kevin Owens. You know, not real happy with the um the four <laughs> fatal four way for Roman Reigns' title. I think they wasted two people that could have been in the Rumble. You know, but yeah. uh, that is what it is. But and I think you eliminate three wrestlers right off the bat who are, who really are no longer contenders anymore because now, you know, technically they move down the ladder. So somebody else moves up and yeah. So who's next? Like who's the next serious challenger for Roman Reigns? Well, here, here's the problem. And, and I mean, I, I've talked about this ad nauseum, but um, you've got, basically about 10 different credible challengers and you really only got about one and a quarter of a champion between the two of them. Mm. Roman is fantastic at a pay-per-view. I, I, I feel like he probably has quietly become the equivalent of like a box office draw today because he almost never wrestles. And when he does, he, he seems to pull really good matches out of people, and I think people enjoy his character work. Has been like amazing. I, I think Roman Reigns is like the guy. Finally, you know they finally got the fans to like not be sour on him, and like you know it doesn't feel forced anymore. It feels like Roman legitimately has that spot, but he's never there. Right. And that, and that's my whole problem with his this legacy that he's portraying with you know all of these days, you know as champion. I again listen, it's an it's an impressive streak, but you may have defended your title maybe ten times. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have more respect like, Yeah, okay. Michael Cole was like, if you have a problem with that, then beat him. Well, beat him when? Right. What do you what do you go to his house and beat him? What do you mean? <laughs> right. He's only at every third pay-per-view defending his title. So yeah. wh- when am I going to see him again? Yeah. Now, if I'm a credible wrestler, when do I get a title shot? Right. When literally, like, I, and I'm sorry, like, Seth Rollins, I think he's doing a great job with that title. That world title is going to take years to feel the equivalent of what Roman Reigns has. It's going to well, take yeah, years. Be- because we're always going to view it as a as a secondary title that they quote unquote made up, you know, to put the so a so a world title could be defended more often. I would have rather them elevated the Intercontinental Belt at this point. 
Yeah. The only issue I have with that is, like, I can't stand the whole, you know, when you were a world champion and now you're, like, a secondary title holder. That's yeah. the only thing I don't like about that. But my thing is, like, and Matt, it, it always comes back to too many guys on the roster. Too many guys on the roster. In fact, in the Rumble, like, when Andrade came back, I was, like, like people seemed excited. I'm, like, why did he bother? It's that's not like a lateral gonna... move. Yeah, that's a completely lateral move. He will not mm-hmm. be any better off. He left initially because they didn't do anything with him. Yeah. And then he went to AEW and Tony Khan couldn't figure out anything to do with him either. So he came back. But And then here here and I'm sorry if I cut you off there. That's okay, good. No, I was gonna say, and then like the logical spot for him is with the new Legato del Fantasma. And they shot that in the foot. Yep. It's sort of like WWE right now is sort of like imagine if an NFL team could carry 200 players. And (laughs) if they like, like imagine an NFL team that has like, that has like, I don't know. Um, They'd be having like practice squad games against like other teams' practice. Well, like, 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 you got Patrick Mahomes and like, like, God, I'm like my I'm having right. a complete brain fart right now. Yeah, you, you, you have you have Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy, and Lamar Jackson all as your starting go-to right. quarterbacks. Right, they're not. Yeah, they're not all going to start. That's the thing. Right. Yeah, a lot. Like most of those guys are going to spend most of the time sitting on the bench. Right. Well, that's what I was saying. Now they'll start doing where like the different practice squad teams will play each other because you're going to have Lamar Jackson on a practice squad. Right. right. <laughs> you know, there's just there's too the, the company has too many people on their roster. They probably yeah. need about I don't know fifty to sixty wrestlers on their roster total, and they yeah. could run probably four hours of programming a week and feature virtually everybody, and everybody could have a storyline, and everybody could have something to do. Yeah. yeah, and and that's where I think you know going back to the old school and the old territory days, even when you know. Jim Crockett Promotions at the height of their, you know, their peak of, 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 of their, you know, watchability and, and everything. They had probably 30 to 35 guys on the roster. Yep. yep. And I'm ballparking it. And everybody had a position somewhere. There yep. were, there were mid card guys, you know, and, and, and listen, I'm taking nothing away from Arn Anderson, but that guy was on television every single week, gave solid matches. Was a was a television champion, you know, tag team champion. Was always just on the cusp of world championship material. His entire career, you know, was never elevated to a you know aside from a tag team title, was never elevated to a heavyweight championship. But I mean, look back even earlier. They had Piper Valentine, Steamboat, Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, Wahoo McDaniel, all on the same card, all under the same umbrella, and they made it work. Yeah. You know, there was yeah. a couple of titles that they passed around. It was the heavyweight title. They had the U.S. tag and the, and the world tag team titles. They had the, like, a national heavyweight title. They had the television title. But every guy, every, like, title had its own little group of guys that would contend for that title. And it, and, and it worked for them. 
Maybe it's time WWE starts doing divisions. I never liked divisions, you know? Like, for example, one thing that I always admired about WWE is it always felt like they didn't really have weight classes. Yeah. In theory, Rey Mysterio could fight the great Kali on any given week. And possibly beat him, yes. Right. And, in fact, I believe he did beat him. I could be wrong about that. Um... Actually, he probably never did beat him. He probably struggled with him because he's so small and Vince was booking. Uh, but, like in WCW, I always felt like guys like Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit were underutilized until toward the end. Because they were stuck in a division where there really was a ceiling in what they could do. Right. You know, that's why it was such a big deal if you remember when, like, Rey Mysterio beat Kevin Nash. And then Kevin Nash, of course, retaliated by politicking his way into taking Rey Mysterio's mask. But that's another story. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I you're right. WWE needs that their their roster is I mean, we've been saying this for years. Their shows are too long and too many. Their rosters are too bloated. I would give my left arm. To go back to one two-hour show a week. And not for nothing, but I feel like AEW was at its best when that was it. When Rampage was like the yep. extra hour-long show that you didn't need to watch. Yeah. And But everything important happened on Dynamite. Two hours a week. That was better. That was better. You that spread to Collision better. and you, now you've, you've and diluted. Rampage. Yep. Rampage. Yeah. Yep. If I were them, I would have Rampage be Ring of Honor. I would get rid of Collision since CM Punk's not there. Sometimes I watch Collision and I think, like, why am I watching this? They're just going to go over what happened on, on Dynamite. Yep. And AEW I mean, as a I... company, like, they, they don't need more than 40 people on their roster. No, you're right. And I, honestly, I don't think WWE needs more than 50. Like, I know, like, I know they have, like, NXT now and everything, but see... You don't need this this faux developmental territory when you don't do anything with the people that you call up from developmental. Right. Like, none of them I, ever turn into anything. I'm thinking, like, a main roster of, like, 40 to 50 people, and then NXT is all the people that are in NXT. Um, some people from the main roster that couldn't get TV time if you've only got 40 to 50, and performance center recruits. But it's understood when you're in NXT, you're probably not going to get television time every week. Right. And that's another, that should go back to being an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And they could pre-record, they could go back to pre-recording that as far as I'm concerned. NXT was at its best when it was on the WWE Network and it was a pre-taped show. Yep. God, you're making me sad. I I mean, like... I, I don't know what else to say. It makes me sad to think about it too. But once it once it moved to USA, it was never the same. Um, the talent was wrong. The storylines got weird. The NXT yeah. 2.0 thing was just a terrible idea that was executed poorly. Yeah. Well, like okay. Perfect example. Do you realize? 
that Dolph Ziggler has been had been on the WWE roster for twenty years. Well, and that's as, that's enough. As that, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Yeah. Before that he was Spirit Squad. So he's been there about twenty two, twenty three years, something like that, right? Yeah. So because he was the caddy, he was the spirit squad. He did all this stuff. Um he was around so much that people couldn't appreciate how good he was. Yep. He was, he was boring. A- he was a guy he, who should have done three years and then left and gone somewhere else and been gone three or four years and then come back for three years. He was just shy of what The Undertaker did. Yeah. Length of career-wise, yeah. But nobody yeah. will ever talk about him in the same breath as The Undertaker. No. Because you can't. You can't. No. So, so you know, but you I, should. Feel bad, I feel bad for yeah. him as good as he was that he lost his job. But the best thing for him, unfortunately is to make less money and go somewhere like TNA where he can feud against Moose and and actually be spotlighted as a top guy. Yeah. Where, he's, where he rightfully should be. Where he should be. I was excited where, to see what he would do in New Japan. Yeah. Like the guys that he would work that he could possibly work with there. Yeah. They 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 need to over, and I know it can't really change because you're not getting rid of television hours, at least not as long as you're on cable television. And you're not getting rid of quantity of shows because they all have advertisers and because they've got 570 guys on their roster. So it's not going to change. But WWE was so much better when it was a small company. It really yep. was. Yep. You know? I feel like it would be like if the NFL bought the XFL and the USFL and uh, whatever else. And they all went away and the NFL just said, all right, now we're going to have 72 teams. Yep. It's like and no- everything loses its value the more and, you have it. And nobody can break through the ceiling because at the top you have Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes and, you know, all of those guys. It's like, Unless they yeah. leave, how is anyone else going to slide up to take their place? Yeah. Right. Drew McIntyre, they should have pulled the trigger on him three years ago. I know oh they tried during the pandemic. Yeah. Bobby Lashley, they should have pulled the trigger on him four years ago. Sami Zayn, they should have pulled the trigger on him a year ago. Uh, Jey Uso, they still could pull the trigger on because for the last two years, he's been white hot. Yeah. Imagine that. A, a tag team guy who two years ago, I couldn't even tell him apart from his brother, is now like one of the biggest stars in the company, and they oh, don't know what to do God. with him. I, I think they should have him fight Gunther for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania. Probably. Like, I, I think it's a waste to put him in a match with Jimmy Uso and just have it be a brother's thing. Like, nobody cares about Jimmy Uso right now. No, that's not, I, 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 and I, I'm like, I don't mean to sound like I'm taking a dump on him, but... He's, well, he's, he's, still, he's he's still embroiled in the bloodline storyline where he is the third man in a three-man group. He's become like the little bitch because, like, you know, Roman went after him and he came back with his tail between his legs. That's not him. That's the booking. Right. No, yeah, right, right. That, yeah. That's the story that's that they the told. Right. That's right. just his role in this story right now. And that's not an yeah. insult to him. That's just the role he's playing. He turned it, He turned his back on his brother – for no logical reason other than so that they could have a match a year later. 
Yeah. But Jay's in a better position. Can you imagine if Jay Uso beats Gunther at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental title? You know what? I wouldn't be surprised. That I, I think that's the way to go with him. Yeah. That place the, would explode if that happens. And and I would and, and as much as I don't care for him personally, uh, I would equate it to like Brett versus the Bulldog. Where like the Bulldog benefited by beating Brett and winning that title. And Brett went on to bigger things. Yeah. Right. You could then have Gunther theoretically challenge if they pull the trigger on this, which I hope they do. Cody could win the title from Seth Rollins instead of Roman Reigns. And you could then have Cody feud with Gunther. Now, you actually hope that they do that, you said? Yes. Yeah. Why? So you can do Roman and The Rock? Yes. Because I don't think if you if you, if you, if they want to do that match, why are you going to let The Rock get one year older at this point? He's 51. Yeah. If you're going to get there, and I think that's a money match that needs to happen if the parties are interested in doing it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't think Cody Rhodes is the guy to take that belt off Roman Reigns. I think the best move at this point is for Roman to turn babyface sometime sooner than later and have a heel take it off of him. Maybe Gunther down the road. But I don't, I just, it, there's what babyface could take that title off of him and then actually be successful after that. I think after Cody. this dude who's just held this title for three plus years by that point. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a huge gonna... Cody fan, but I think yeah. they positioned him to be that guy. I don't know that he can carry that weight. I don't know. Yeah, but, but I think getting back to Matt's point about, you know, even um, Uso and Gunther at WrestleMania, I think if that happens, I think that ha- that match itself has the chance to go down in history like the Savage Steamboat match from WrestleMania 3 does. Mm-hmm. We will talk about that match, especially if Uso wins it. We will talk about that match forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to see. I want to see Uso and Gunther. That'd be cool. I mean, I'd be on board with that. Yeah. And um, back to Cody for one second. Going back over the last 10 years or whatever, Cody has never really shown that, like, he can keep fans captivated. Like, how quickly did they turn lose interest in him in AEW? Really, the only reason why he's over now, I feel, is because he wrestled Seth Rollins with that torn tricep. Yeah, I think that's like it, actually the biggest thing that... Like, that, it, they got respect for him because he's tough. Yeah. That only get you so far. Right. At some point, I think the fans are going to turn on him like they did in AEW. I mean, in Especially, AEW, he was he was setting himself on fire trying to get people to cheer for, him. and he could he could win that crowd that he was sitting in front of for that yeah. show. But then, the, sh- by, like, by yeah. the next week, as soon as he came out, he was getting booed again. He couldn't sustain it. Well, he shot himself in the foot by saying, "I'm never going to compete for that world title." Oh yeah, yeah. He took himself Nobody out of contention that. for it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, why? Okay. Well, then why am I watching you then if you're not going to shoot for the title? Right. I guess he felt like he didn't want to be viewed as like. You know, he had a he had a high role, you yeah, know, high ranking position in the company. He didn't want to be right. seen as, you know, especially since he just took a sledgehammer to a, a Triple H looking throne <laughs> last week. <laughs> right. Um, kind of yeah. declared his intent there. Yeah. 
but it was yeah. but yeah it was it was short it was a short-sighted thing to do i think if i were gonna do that i would have done something like i don't know if you remember like when lex luger they said like oh if you don't win the title from yokozuna now he's never gonna win the title he's never gonna challenge for the title again and the rest of that year and into the next year became no matter what Lex does, he can't win the title. The only shot he has is if he wins the Royal Rumble because you get a title shot that way. Right. You know, and of course, we all know how it played out, but I felt like they set it up perfectly at the time to where, like, it reached a peak where people wanted to see him win the title or he'd never get the shot again. And when he didn't, it was like it almost had a reverse effect of what it should have. Like it, it felt like he should have been bigger for it, and instead, the fans just gave up because he didn't have a shot. Yeah. And then Brett started to get really over, and it was like at that point, you know, we're still going to give Lex the shot, but at that point, really, people just wanted to see Brett win the title. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. If they're not careful with Cody, they'll they'll mess this up. That's kind of why I think, regardless of which title he wins, I think he's got to win one soon. Otherwise, it's just him talking and whining all the time that he never gets to finish his story. Oh, and that makes me think that he's better off challenging Seth because I think it makes more sense to take the title off of Seth than it does to take it off of Roman. I think it makes more business sense, but I don't know that there's a point in calling that an achievement. It's a tough spot to be in. And they've yeah. kind of, they've kind of booked themselves into a corner because they've made Romans reign. I see what you did. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know it's, I hate freaking having to chase the name Roman because you can't say reigns as rain. Cause then you're just, you're yeah. just too repetitive and the reigns in Spain. Yeah. yeah. They've, they've gone out of their way to try to make Roman's title championship run. <laughs> run feel special. And they've succeeded at that. And now they're talking about that he's, you know, he's closing in on Hogan's reign. So in my mind, I'm like, well, you've come this far. Why are you going to stop now? Might as yeah. well keep it going. So if, if you're not going to take it off of, I don't, I think there's a trap if they could just walk themselves into a trap if they if they're going to put Cody against Reigns and they're intending to keep the title on Reigns they're not doing Cody any favors right so if you really want to put a title on Cody you have one legitimate option at that point and it just so I happens swear- to be a guy who might need some time off to rest and recover a little bit i i see what you're saying I'm just not there yet. I might need a little bit more time to think about that and, and stew that over. To me, well, that have world it, title... You have until next doesn't... week. Yeah. <laughs> you have six days. Yeah. I'll tell you what. They'll pull the trigger on it, and I'll be three years later saying, I'm still not sure that was a good idea. <laughs> hey, so, and it might... It, yeah. in, you know, three years from now, if we're sitting here talking about it, maybe maybe we'll think it, and it didn't end up being a good idea. Maybe it will not right. have panned out right. Or maybe they would have taken the title off of Roman and put it on Cody, and we'll be saying, you know what, that that was a bust. That didn't pan out either. I think if they were going to do this, 
you would have to have Cody fight somebody so despicable. Like, for example, you have Gunther beat Seth Rollins for the title at Elimination Chamber. You have him beat him down, destroy him, then go out and burn the American flag. I know you really can't do that, but you get what I'm saying here. People need to hate the guy that Cody's winning the title from. That's the only way to salvage this. They would feel like they're getting their title back. Mm, Yeah, I see what you're saying. They're not going to do it, but that's the only way that I would have Cody go after that other title, I think. But that's the other problem is that I don't think people hate Roman to that degree. I think people boo him, and I think people are frustrated with certain aspects of his reign. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. when that man walks out, half the people in those arenas are, stick, are pointing their fingers in the air. Yeah. I didn't agree at the time, but I think Cody probably should have won the title last year. Once you add another year to that, it just it feels to me like he failed on his mission, so now what? Well and so now I we're mean, gonna keep trying and eventually he'll get it. And part of the narrative of this finish the story thing, like that narrative hate, is problem. I hate that narrative because uh-huh. the, the, the problem with that is that winning the title is not the end of the story. He then has to wake up the next morning and be the champion and carry yeah. that title. Which and is if why yeah. if he can't right. do that. They've got a real problem on their hands. Well, that's why I would have him lose the title almost right away if he wins it. Yeah. Because really, it's like that whole Tommy Dreamer thing, you know? You're not sure he's ever going to have that belt. But if he wins it, it really is so much better watching him try to win it than actually try to defend it. Right. And that's where I'm at. You know, maybe I have Cody Rhodes win the title and then the next night on Raw, Damian Priest cashes in and beats him. Well, I mean, Dusty said it years ago, you know, that the the excitement in the build is in the chase for the championship, not necessarily winning the championship. It's the chase. And that's why a lot of times, you know, you'll see – you know, Dusty Rhodes wins it, and then a month later he loses it back to Ric Flair because the money is in right. Dusty chasing Ric Flair all over the yeah. country for the title. Or you, or you see, like, guys are over, but they're only over until they win the belt, and then it's like suddenly they're stale. Yeah. Case case in point, for a recent example of that, Hangman Adam Page. Yes. Yeah, people, yeah, people were frothing to see him beat Kenny Omega, and he did, and it was awesome and great. And then he had a couple good, really good matches with Danielson. And then after that, it just kind of felt listless and directionless. Yeah. Yeah. Within two months of him winning that title, it was like, why does it feel like he's not hot anymore? Right, the love affair is over. <laughs> I think he had to adapt and he didn't. I, I really do. Like, and, and I think that's a problem. Like, I don't think Cody Rhodes is a great adapter. He's been doing the same thing for five years. Yeah, because his character in WWE is no different than the guy he was playing in AEW. It's the same character. It's no different than the character he was playing that he developed in the indies. Yeah. Yep. You know, even Drew McIntyre has evolved a little bit over time. Whereas, like, Cody is the same. And, like, you know, you mentioned Hangman Adam Page. Yeah, like, he never really changed or, or, or shifted, you know. MJF won the title. And we saw how many different versions of him 
That's why people still liked him right up yeah. until he lost the belt. Yeah, he was a baby face at the end of it, and he was the worst scumbag in the world when he won that title. <laughs> he was our scumbag, though. Yeah. And he be- then he became our scumbag yeah. over Although the course I, I of about a year. That. I challenge that. I feel like I'm my own scumbag. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't loud enough. Here we go. There you go. Oh. Right. <laughs> I'm my own scumbag, damn it. Uh, I, I think we got to get out of here. Now that we're finally on a roll, we hit our groove. Uh, <laughs> going out on a high note. <laughs> Leave them yeah. wanting more. Leave them wanting more. Where <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> right. they want less. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, it's been a pleasure. Uh, anything to uh, to plug on the way out? No, nothing. nothing from me. Okay. How about you, Howard? Okay. We'll be back here, WCW uh, Retro, Thursday night, 8 o'clock. Probably talking more fallout from the whole Vince McMahon scenario and talking a little bit of the Rumble and, you know, the road to WrestleMania. Okay. There you have it. So uh, be sure to check out WCW Retro. Actually, check out VOCNation.com. Uh, great content each and every day of the week. Uh, many of it live, so be sure to check it out. And, of course, the call-in for any of our live programs is callvoc.com. I recommend doing that from the incognito browser on your phone, your tablet, or your computer uh, from my end. And uh, we're going to start really getting into this in the next couple weeks, I promise, uh, because I've been talking with ECWA about it. So the Super 8 is March 23rd in Morganville, New Jersey. Tickets and information, ECWA wrestling.com but this year's super eight field includes avery jacks steve pena greg spitz jarrett diaz drew hood bobby buffet darius carter the ecwa heavyweight champion and ecwa legend travis blake and we're going to try and get some of these guys on as well as members of the roster as we build toward that event. Uh, Kathy's also working on some great guests as well, including a former ECW star that we haven't talked to in a little while. I'll be excited about that. And uh, yeah, so that's going to do it for tonight. Thank you, everybody, for calling in. Thank you for your support. Thank you for the best crew that I could ever ask for. Everybody take care. Be good to each other, and I love you all very much. Bye bye. <laughs>